Absolute Radio is where you can hear Prince, Mumford and Sons, and I will wait, I will wait for you, and the Killers. Can you read my Absolute Radio, where real music matters. Absolute Radio is the home of rock and roll football. Barclays Premier League football commentary every Saturday afternoon. Dear listener, Ian Lee, Absolute Radio. We're playing that because it's the first night of the Monkeys tour in Liverpool. I, I know it's a slim one, but if any uh, of you are listening who were at the Monkeys gig this evening, could you give me a call? 030 You'll jump straight to the front of the queue. Someone's been posting the Monkeys set list on a Facebook page. And all the obvious ones are here. All the 40 songs they did. 4-0 songs. That's insane. And some really obscure stuff. Very excited. I'm very excited. Very excited. I'm gonna... How big's their back catalogue? Well, it's quite... I suppose... How many albums do they have? Off the top of my head, eight or nine albums? The hits... I mean, the hits, there's what? I don't know. Like seven. But, <laughs> being honest, but they've got a lot of good songs. They've played the whole of Head, dear listener. The whole of Head was played. It means nothing to you, Eloise. To me, it's got me frothing at the mouth and rubbing my thighs in yeah. anticipation. They play, it's, get this, Monkeys fans. They played I Don't Think You Know Me At All. Oh, yeah, I know. Why would they play that? I've got a monkey emailing me, though. I know, and he's definitely not appearing at the Royal Albert Hall. We can exclusively yeah. reveal that that rumour <laughs> is a rumour. Uh, so if you were at the Monkeys concert Could tonight... Could be lying to me, though, because we're not married yet. Could be lying. And basically, Mike Nesmith flirts with Eloise. Yeah, he calls me um, Mrs Nesmith Carr. Why doesn't he flirt with me? I've been a bigger fan of him than you. You don't even know who he is, probably. <laughs> no, not really. And I've been a fan of his for years. He should be flirting with me. <laughs> I'm not the 15-year-old me anymore. I'm a 38, 37-year-old <laughs> man, for goodness sakes. I'm an eligible girl. Oh, double three oh one two three twelve fifteen is the phone number. Ah, right, here's someone in... Line two, were you at the Monkeys concert? Yeah, I was there. Oh, what, what, what was it like? Oh, it was ace, man, it were ace. They all got around and they sung this new song. I didn't think they were going to do a new material. They all said, they're like, we hate Ian Lee. Oh, go away, you muppet, for goodness <laughs> sakes. Idiot. Don't, don't mess around with stuff like this. So this evening, uh, I did something I'd never, ever done before. This fills me with fear. I saw my friend, my uh, friend Alex uh, Krotowski, who I did a, a, a terrible computer game show with years ago called Thumb Bandits, and she's a doctor now, but not of medicine, of computers, so it's not real, a real doctor. Anyway, she's lovely. I've not seen her for ages. And we went to Mildred's, the vegetarian restaurant in Lexington Street, which is the best vegetarian restaurant in the world. I think I'm allowed to say that now, due to the new rules of Ofcom. Uh, but it was really, really busy, like really busy. A 50, five zero minute waiting time. Wow. 50 minutes. And I, and what time did you go? About quarter past seven. Oh, popular. 
Um, and then Alex got there about ten minutes later, and so we waited for a bit. We waited for it. And I was going, "Do you really want to wait?" Because we could, and I'm glad we did wait because it's the best food in the world. And I said, well, "We could go somewhere else, go to Ed's Diner, or we could go somewhere else." She goes, "Well, yeah, well let's wait." And then, um, like the, one of the waiters comes out, who's a, um, a nice lad who recognises me because I go in there quite a lot, a regular. And I sort of jokingly said, um, "Would you be open to a bribe? Could, w- what would it take to jump the queue?" And he went, "On oh, money." <laughs> I went, "Was he joking?" Well, I don't know, because I went, okay, yes. <laughs> and then he sort of walked off giggling, right? And then he came back, and I had, I, I took, I took ten pounds out of my wallet, and I went, <laughs> and I went, the thing is, I've never done it before, right? So instead of being subtle, I went, I'm going to offer you some money to get us in quickly. <laughs> it's like, and he looked at me, and he thought I was joking. I had a ten pound note, and he looked at me like I was joking, and he went, okay, and I went, very loudly went, oh, I think you dropped this £10 note on the floor. <laughs> and he got a bit confused. He went, uh, no, I, no, I didn't. I said, no, I, I think you dropped this £10 note on the floor. And he sort of looked at me and went, no, I, no, I didn't. I've got to go back inside. And, he, and we, we didn't jump the queue. My first ever attempt at bribing someone. It failed. And it, it failed. Of course, the technique, the, the perfect technique, I'm going to bribe you now, Louise. Okay. Is... Um, is it going to be the handshake? It's the handshake. So you get the £10 note. But would you normally shake a restaurateur's? Of course you would. Lovely. I've never shaken Lovely to see one. you. Lovely to see you. Lovely to see you. Have you got any tables free? Oh, uh, yes, I have come yeah, this way. No, it's fine. Why would I bribe you? You're bribing you? me. Why would I bribe you? You haven't got any tables. <laughs> and got, if you did, like, we all know what you'd seats. do with it. <laughs> <laughs> you'd take a lot more than that tenner. So, I'm not, so it's my first... Have you ever, have you ever bribed anyone? Or... <laughs> no. No. It's, it's bribe stories tonight, dear listener. O double three o one two three twelve fifteen. Ever attempted to bribe someone? Been tempted to do it, or ever been bribed yourself? I would be well open to bribes. Yeah, but what could you give? If someone offered me twenty quid. They could come and sit in here for half an hour. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, I should try and offer that. Simple. I, then I had an annoying woman come up to me, right? And she was. They they do this. Attractive ladies, don't they? It's like they used to be, not not so much now, but you know the chuggers who you hate, the charity muggers in yeah, the street? Yeah, yeah, hate they them. They used to be hot women that would approach the men mm. and hot men that would approach the girls. Now any old yeah. mantra will do it. Now, as long as they can sing yeah. or say stupid stuff like, smile, it might never happen. Yeah, shut up. Well, they do that thing yeah, when my they, mum's they, just died. And they put, you, they put their hand out, never take the hand, because they won't let go. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like um, a, a pig's penis inside a, a pig's vagina. Oh. Spikes come out and it doesn't come out until they've Is finished. That, what happens to a pig's penis? <laughs> pigs or dogs? That is foul. Uh, no, it's pigs or dogs. That's uh, uh, I don't know what chickens do. <laughs> but um, so never shake their hands. But but so this woman, she was very attractive. She came up to me and went, "Oh hi!" I went, "Hello." And my friend had gone in. Alex had gone in. So she says, um, "Can I um, get a picture of you with this um, breath spray?" <laughs> and I said, um, "And I, I didn't know if she recognised me or what at this point. I didn't know what was going on. She had a camera, and she, and she says, "I'm from an advertising agency. Can I get a picture of you holding this breath spray?" And I went, um, why? Well, it's really big in the States, and we're getting as many celebrities as we can to endorse it. <gasps> and I was like, oh, okay, so you, you recognise, you think I'm Marlon Dingle or Richard Bacon, that's fine. I said, do you know what, uh, I, I don't think I'm going to do it, because I'm learning, you know I'm learning to say no to people. Well done. And I, I said, I don't think I'm going to do it. And my head is screaming, do it, do it, people, please. I was like, I don't, she, goes, she goes, why? I said, well... You're okay. not paying me. I said, what, what, what would I get out of this? Thinking, if listen, fifty quid, I'd have done it. Fifty yeah. quid, I'd have done and it. Also, you know nothing about the product. No, exactly. It could, it be. could be terrible. And she said, "Well, I tell you what we'll do is um, we'll retweet you." <laughs> We're from a very big advertising agency, and 
I thought, um, oh, great. Do you know, I'm all right for retweets, thanks. So I'm, I'm going to say no. Oh, go on, do it. She's waving <gasps> the camera, she's getting the thing. I said, do you know, I'm, I'm going to be very firm with you. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to advertise your product for free. And because I have no idea what no this even is. Idea. And I'm not do, you're saying I've got sm- stinky breath. Do you remember as well, you got bribed by some badges? When did I get bribed by badges? Someone said to you, I'll give you all these badges, like for no reason whatsoever, if you like... Take these badges if you just say my name on the radio show or something. I don't remember badges. Yeah, there was some. This is like maybe a year and a half ago or something. Some crazy person. They gave you a load of badges. They were random badges of like, I don't know, stuff. Yeah, stuff. Yeah, and uh, not like cool badges or anything. They were just like I don't know, a brand. And uh, they said, oh, it's just you know, have this and. Same name on the radio, and and another person gave you yo yo for Someone, the same no, reason. I remember the yo yo guy. He wanted me. He he didn't give me the yo yo in the end. Oh. He was going to give me the yo yo if I mentioned his brand of yo yos on the radio. I said, well, I can't do that. He said, Go on, I'll give you. I'll give you a yo yo. I, I don't really <laughs> want a yo yo. Yo yos. I just I discovered in 1984 are rubbish. They are yeah. rubbish yo yos. Even if you can do a yo yo, so what? It's all right if they're glow in the dark. Glow like, in the dark. Yo yos are wicked. That would be honest. This was this was not glow in the dark. This is just yo yo. Just in box standards. I wonder uh, if it's his. Uh, Company's collapsed now. I hope so. I do hope so. <laughs> I do hope so. So O double three O one two three twelve fifteen bribes, things you've been offered in the street, uh, charity muggers, attractive people coming up to you. I'm always suspicious of really attractive people. I did. I she was very attractive, and it just made me think that eh, I don't trust you. Hey, I'm wearing a new shirt. Hmm. Don't know what to say to that. You can say nice shirt. I can't really see it. I can only see your chin. Oh, I gotta I'll stand up and demonstrate. It is. It's checkered and purple. I bought this in the Gap, right? And the guy, when you go in the Gap, or a lot of these shops, but particularly that store, right? When you go into the, the dressing room, you mm. try the thing on, right? And then you go, I don't want this. So you just give it back to them. You give, yeah. give them that. So I'm, I'm going to take this one. I'm going to leave these two. And yeah. here's the hangers. Right? Mm-hmm. You do that. And that's. That, what? You put the hangers separately? You don't hang stuff you up? You just, just give it back to them. And I suspect most people. You, do you rehang? I always rehang because I've worked oh. in a shop and I know how annoying it is not to well, rehang. Normally, I, you, I, I would re, I would just give it. There's the, there's the hang, or leave the hangers in the thing because to be honest, it's, it's, it's not. <gasps> I my ca- job. I'm disgusted by I'm you. Cre- I'm creating work. I'm actually doing a good thing in in this um, days of the big society and cutbacks. And in in the gap in particular, they've never had a problem with that, and everyone does it. But the young lad, you won't be so shocked by this then if this is your attitude. The young lad, as we're going in. He had a rehearsed little spiel, and he said, um, when you finished trying on the stuff, if you could rehang the items, please. And he said it to me, he said it to everyone. And I thought, I, I, no, I did. But I was thinking, though. I don't think you should have said that, no, actually. No, you shouldn't have said it. That's, that's rude. And what he should have done was, when you came back, tutted. A tut would have, I would have respected a tut. Yeah, I'd have done I that. I would have respected a tut, definitely. That, that would, have been, would have been spot on. But the fact he was, he was giving instructions Pre-empting to me. Preempting the fact that you weren't going to do it. Yeah, yeah I, was, I was tempted to do a dirty protest in the changing room and <laughs> just smear my faeces everywhere. Oh. Yeah, I know. I don't mind. If it's on a hanger, it's fine. You don't have to do the buttons up. No, 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 no. You wouldn't do the buttons Just up. sling it on the hanger. I don't think that takes much effort. And quite frankly, you've gone down in my estimation. Good. Well, I, I, I'll go up in your estimation now by uh, bigging up my wife who has recently started ironing my clothes. Actually, I don't know. This won't put, put me up in your estimation. Put but, your wife up in, probably. Um, put my wife up in, what? <laughs> She's started ironing my, all my T-shirts and folding them like we're in the gap. So folding them properly. Oh, I love that. It's the most luxury. I didn't know that people could do that at home. It's the most luxurious thing, having your T-shirt 
folded like you're in, you're in Marks and Spencers. The most luxurious thing in the world. You know... I love it. They have, like, in certain shops, a board. Yeah. And that is... So that's to measure the width that those T-shirts wow. should be. I knit one of those once so I could do it. You, you knit a T-shirt measuring board? <laughs> yeah. Eloise Carr, I'm so, shocked. So I could have it as the... Okay, we're equal now, then. Uh, I've nicked from a shop. No, 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 we're not equal because you've gone up in my estimation. <laughs> so whereas I've gone down in yours, you've gone up in mine for okay. having the balls to steal, not not something valuable, but a, a T-shirt width measuring board. An, an item weird, that I've though, never even heard of. Yeah. Fantastic. It, yeah, it made my life happy. Well, I've lost it now, though. I don't know where it so is. Ma- so many topics, dear listener. Things you've stolen from shops, T-shirt width <laughs> measuring boards. Do you bother ironing your clothes? Ever tried to bribe someone? Beautiful people, chuggers and uh, breath spray. We're saving up all of our topics yeah. for today, for then. For today, 0330, 123, 15. Also, if you're at the Monkeys concert. And in about 10, 15 minutes, we're going to try and phone Tommy again, the Japanese translator, who we must get hold of mm. for next Thursday's show when the Kurikoda Quartet come in. Otherwise, we is well screwed. We're going yeah. to have at least six, seven, eight Japanese people in here with very limited English. And I'll be on my own for 20 minutes you- with them. I'm glad you've accepted that as no. fact. No, you've no, you've accepted that as fact now. So that's that's good. Well done, you. That's I'm a, not. I'm just testing no. to see if you're going to say. No. Oh no, Eloise, no. don't no. worry. I'll be no. here on time. I'm going to tell the bosses. No, oh, Eloise, I'm sorry. The microphone stopped, stopped working. I'm glad you've accepted that as fact. That's a big step towards your rehabilitation to society. Oh double three oh one two three twelve fifteen. Here's Oasis. Not really. It's the other one. Oh, 033-0123-1215 is the telephone number. Gillian, stay there. This song is too good to wait. I'll be with you straight after this. I've eaten way, way too much food today. I went out for breakfast with Dougie Anderson. I've never had a breakfast meeting before. Very, very productive. We came up with an excellent idea for a live show, which we're then going to sell to Radio 4, which after two seasons of that, we're going to take to um, BBC Two. And after one season of that, we're going to sell it to HBO in the United States of America. It's a pretty successful morning, I would say. That does sound successful. Very. And even... Better if you pull it off. If we, well, that would be the. What's the time scale? Um, well, uh, two, so eighteen months for the radio. Uh, we'll, we'll be on HBO in four years. Oh, great! That's not bad. No, it's not bad for breakfast. Where did you go for breakfast? Um, West Hampstead. Like a cafe. And then, but then I had um, like a big. I met my friend Alex for a big dinner, big dinner, and I feel fatty. So I had starter, min. And then I shared a, uh, what I like to call a pudding, what some people call a dessert. Oh, you don't share puddings. You share starters, you don't yeah. share puddings. Of course you share puddings. What? You're more likely to share puddings. I know, if you've got that's st- why it's bad. Oh, because it's, it's fatty. You, I, normally I only ever have a starter. I've got to go on a diet. And I'm drinking way too much coffee. I've suddenly become, like, I have become my dad. You never used to drink coffee. No, I know. And I had three today. Three coffees. I had, I had a terrible whitey last week. It was like I was, I was back on the gear. I was just like, I had a coffee really early in the morning. And suddenly at half seven in the morning, I collapsed on the sofa. I'm shaking. I'm <laughs> sweating. I had the fear. I had the fear. Did I tell you about when I had a coffee and I had to come down here and have a wiggle and a scream? No, you had a wiggle and a scream? Yeah, I had to come down here and do this. Are they ice creams? Ah! 
<laughs> an actual wiggle and a scream. Pardon? It's bad stuff, isn't it? If that's what it, it is like, you know, like a form of speed or something. Yeah, I, I felt so hyper and really anxious all day, like twitchy. The anxiety, yeah, that's the thing. The, the anxiety. Maybe I should... Anyway, you know, I've, I've got some decaf coffee. I should have that, really, I suppose. Yeah, probably I'm going to start requesting decaf. Next week, Monday, I'm going to start... Um, what am I going to do before I say it? Because I don't want to... No, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change my life around. <laughs> yeah! No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to eat healthier, eat less, and maybe do some exercise. That's good. Like, go for a swim. I go for a swim. Not Monday, I'm away. Tuesday, busy. Wednesday, mm, Thursday, swim. What are you busy doing, though? Because when you say you're busy, Mm. you don't Mm. always Mm. end up doing something. So Mm. maybe, Mm. maybe, if Mm. you don't end up doing something, Mm. you should just say, I'll go for a swim Mm. and still not do something. Mm. Still not swim. Mm. Hmm? Huh? Huh? Gillian! Hello? Gillian? 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 Gillian! 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 Gillian, you will obey me. You will obey me. I am the voice in your head. You will never be alone. I will follow you wherever you go. You know, like when you're in your bed and stuff on your own, except you're not on your own, because I'm lying next to you in the dark. Gillian! Ah! Ah! Oh, double three, oh, one, two, three, twelve, fifteen. How Edwin Bennett. Hello, how are you doing? Yeah. Oh, I asked the wrong question again. I know, it's hard not to ask that question, yeah, because I we think, are... I think it's because you give a pause, say hello, and then... But the, the, the pause, the pause, on, on the, um... Stephen Nolan show on Radio 5, the pause is filled by people going straight into their, their spiel, their, their question or their point. I suppose maybe you should ask a leading question. Yes, what do you want? Why are you fighting? No, I shouldn't need to. Cause, right, all right, so I'll be Stephen Nolan, right? Uh, and you be one of his listeners. OK, yeah. so we're going to go live to Libya a little bit later on. But before that, we've got Howl, on, Howl from London. Hello, Howl. Hello. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he does it different. I don't know. No, but yeah, then, you, then, then, but then his callers—I didn't explain it very well. Then his callers will go right. So I'll be I'll, right. You be Stephen Nolan, and I'll be—I'll be Hal Bennett. Okay, the caller. All right, I'm Stephen Nolan, and we're now going live. To, right, Hal, uh, not be funny, mate. He's Irish, so tr- at least make an effort. Oh right. Uh, all right, uh, Stephen Nolan. We're now going live to our correspondent in Libya. No, I'm not. A co- no, I'm just a caller. All right. Uh, we're now going. <laughs> To our caller called uh, Howell. Well, what, do you, what do you have to say, Howell? Well, well, Stephen, I think it's outrageous that we are giving benefit to the Libyans when we should actually be helping people out here, first of all. We're closing down libraries and hospitals, and yet we're going to aid... Do you see what I mean? They go, yeah. bam, they go straight into it. I don't know. Well, no, but, I, so, you do know, because I've just told you. You, you yeah, literally no, do know that. now. I do know, but so I let's... just don't know why, uh, why, okay. I, why I and others always... Why, why I and OK, well, well, let's try it again. OK. Yeah. Uh, Ian Lee, Absolute Radio, 033-0123-1215. Hal Bennett's in London. Hal. Hi there. Yeah, I've got a couple of bribe stories. So, uh, do you want to hear them? No! Hal, you just do it! <laughs> I've just told okay. you to do um, it! No, stop, okay. we'll do it again, we'll do it again. All right. Ian on Absolute Radio, that was uh, Steve Harley, Cockney Rebel. Come up and see me, make me smile. 033-0123-1215 is the number if you want to come on air and uh, discuss the topics of the day. Hal Bennett's in London. Hal. 
Hi there, yeah. Well, actually, I'm on the M5, but I'll tell you a couple of bribe stories. Um, my brother... Well, boom! One in, one in, boom! One in, You've got it, Hal! You've got it! That's right, okay, this is how we're going to do it for the rest of the show. You've totally, totally got it. Yeah, you can correct me on from where you're calling, that's fine. I'm not interested, but that's good. And then go straight <laughs> into the topic, yeah? Okay. Okay, so hang on a minute. Let's, let's, let's do this properly, and then we're going to... This, this one's for real, okay? All right. Hang on a second. Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on, hang on. Hang on, hang on, hang on. There we go. Steve Harley, Cockney Rebel. Come up and see me. Make me smile. And if you want to come up and see me and make me smile this weekend, I'll be opening a new branch of Waterstones just off Tottenham Court Road. Should be a lot of fun. We'll be there Saturday morning, 9 till 12, um, and we'll be giving away some books. OK, uh, Ian Lee, Absolute Radio, 0330-123-1215 is the phone number if you want to take part and discuss the topics of the day. Hal Bennett's in London. Hal. Hi there, yeah. I've got a couple of bribe stories. You're doing the bribe stories. Um, I worked in Lebanon as a teacher and our visas ran out. We were out on a tourist visa because it was complicated to sort out and there wasn't time to sort it out before we got there. And uh, when the visas ran out, we went to the local police station to get them renewed because out there the police renew them. And the administrator of the school came along, quite a big, prestigious private school, I won't name it, and uh, he took a wad of cash with him. And at the end of it, the guys were quite helpful, the police, and they sorted our visas out and so on, because normally you'd have to return to your home country and then you know, go to the embassy in your home country, the Lebanese embassy in London. But that would have wasted a lot of time and money, so uh, we wanted to sort it out within the country. And, uh, yeah, once it was all sorted out, handshakes and smiles all around, and he pushed a wad of about 50, equivalent of about 50 quid into the policeman's hand, and he sort of feigned and said, oh, well, no need. But he took the money anyway, eventually. And, uh, There's an element of, of etiquette and game play in the bribe, isn't there? The, yeah, the person who's being yeah, bribed has to kind of go, oh, no, oh, I'll go on, if yeah, you yeah. insist. It's like paying for a meal. Oh, no, let me pay for yeah. it. And then eventually they pay for it. The thing so is, I'm, was, I, I suspect that this, when I bribed this guy this evening, I only offered a tenner, yeah. and maybe I should have offered 20. I don't, I don't know what the... If, I, I don't know what the uh, tariff is for bribes. So your bribe was about 50 quid, was it? Yeah, uh, something like that. And, he, and he'd come prepared, you know, the administrator. This is the equivalent of a bursa of a, of a private school. You know, yeah. he'd come fully prepared. Hi, Jim, I'll call you back. Yeah. So, so um, my brother told me another one. This is in Nigeria. He went over for a wedding. Of a college. My brother's a lawyer, and he went over with a few lawyers from London uh, to a, a Nigerian friend of theirs who's a lawyer who works in London. And um, they were going to his wedding in Nigeria. And um, their baggage got lost. Yeah. Um, and um, so, yeah, what they did was uh, they, they didn't realise it. They thought it was lost, and they kept going back to the counter and saying, have you found our bags yet? And they, they pretended they were looking for this right. uh, luggage. And eventually they twigged, oh, these guys want a bribe. So, uh, and, of course, as lawyers, they felt awkward about paying a bribe, you yeah. know, because that's forbidden in Britain. Um, anyway, eventually my brother got elected to go and offer the bribe, and he went over about 10, 20 quid, not a huge amount of money, in Nigerian money, and he... Again, he was very polite and said, oh, look, I know you guys have gone to a lot of trouble and you're working hard and, you know, it must be very difficult. Um, wow. Look, can you help us, really help us out? Because all our clothes, and we're going to a wedding and, you know, we've got nothing now. We're only in our clothes that we stand in. Uh, could you really give it a good look this time? And he slipped him some money. And the guy didn't even... And each time they'd been doing this before, the guy had been going around the back pretending to look for the bags. Brilliant, yeah? brilliant, yeah. And, and then when, once the money appeared, he bent down 
lifted the bags from under the counter Fantastic. and put them on the, on the counter. No, and no sense going to get the going to get the bags. And that's how a lot of these, and I use the phrase tin pot uh, in a friendly manner, countries yeah, yeah. work. Oh, I, I spent three months in Pakistan, and while I oh, never yeah. uh, uh, um, bribed anybody myself. It was de- there was a film crew, right? And there was there was a lot of bribery going on of the the chief of police, um, ah. in uh, uh, I think in Karachi or maybe it was Lahore, uh, yeah. and a lot of bribery going. A lot of money was was taking place, and you know it's all the very word, very suspicious. The first, word, uh, the first word you'll learn in Arabic if you go to some countries. Not, not I mean Lebanon's not too bad, but no. um, Egypt, for example. The first word you'll probably learn is bakshish, which means tip or bribe well. depending on the context. I don't like tips. Uh, I'm not a fan of tips, but bribes. I think you know, it's, if people want to make a few quid and it helps you jump the queue or helps you find your luggage, then oh, definitely. Uh, what are, what were the other topics? Because virtually all the topics tonight, I could tell you a story. Oh, hey, Louise, what were the women other women coming up to you in bars? Uh, uh, oh, one, women coming up to you in bars. Yes, that'll do. We, we can make Good-looking that topic. Good-looking women. Good-looking um, women. The chuggers. There was okay. Uh, Hang on, Hal. Hang on, go on, Eloise. There was, were you at the Liverpool Monkeys concert? Yep. Have you ever given or accepted a bribe? Yep. Bribe techniques, yep. things offered to you in the street. Yep. Chuggers, do you iron your clothes? What have you nicked from shops? Have you used breast spray? Do you hang stuff breast up in spray. shops? You said breast right. spray. I said breast spray. You said breast spray. I said breast spray. You said breast spray. Whatever. Thank you. Hal. Well, I've stolen cream eggs from shops when I was younger. Okay, but by the way, we don't. I have to say this because some people get this out. Some people listening to this show are idiots, right, and don't know when <laughs> we're having fun. Yeah, we do yeah. not condone thievery on any not. level whatsoever. But you know, we, we all got we got caught. And we all got caned. This was at a private school Ooh. in the days of corporal punishment. Yeah. We all got lined up outside the head's office, and we all got caned. Yeah, years and years ago, when I was about sixteen, seventeen, old enough to know better, uh, I went into HMV in Oxford Street, and I stole. Two Elvis CDs, right? Ter- terrible. And I was old enough to know better and very, very naughty. And again, I don't condone this. It's very, very naughty. I stole two Elvis CDs. And it was before they had the electronic tags on, right? Oh, yeah. And I walked out, got halfway down Oxford Street. I thought, yeah, I've done it. But then I felt really, really guilty. So I went back and I paid for the most expensive CD. So I still stole one CD, but I paid for the most... And, I've, and, and you hear some people saying, oh, it's, it's a real rush. It was a real buzz. I, I hated every moment of it. I spent the next the next three weeks constantly looking over my shoulder, expecting the police to pounce on me. Don't yeah, don't no. do it, kids. Very very no, no, very naughty. Very we learned our lesson. But yes. um, no, good look good good looking people coming up to me in bars. I, I was in London one time, and this good looking woman was eyeing me up, and kept looking at me, and I was wondering why is she looking at me? Why is she looking? I was a bit early to meet some friends. I was yeah. on my own, yeah. and um, eventually. She walk straight up to me and I, oh my god she's going to stab me or do something crazy because in London people don't really talk yeah. to each other always suspicious uh, of good looking people know each other in public yeah. and um, she said oh are you that guy off the bill and I was so shocked by that I, I didn't know what to say and I just said oh no I'm not and then I tried to strike up a conversation because she was good looking yeah. and uh, and she went oh okay then thanks bye and wandered off idiot so, and that and that kept happening to me and so I until I you realised you were that guy off the bill and you just yeah, forgot no, it started pretending I was the guy off the bill and I told my friends and all that and they played along and um, oh yeah it, it definitely worked women women were all over me once when I started when I started being on television about I don't know 12-13 years ago I wasn't very successful with the ladies but I was going out with someone a young lady called Fifi who was, who was very beautiful but um, normally attractive women wouldn't come up to me I remember after being on TV for not that long I went to see a friend's band play upstairs at the garage and this really, really hot woman, really hot woman came up to me. She went, oh, you're on the TV. I was like, yeah. She goes, um, is, uh, is Ali G around with you? 
And I went, um, no, we don't really hang out. She went, OK, you'll do. Do you fancy... And I, I, as soon as she said that, I thought, do you know what? Hey, hey, I was going out with someone, but I thought, you're a bit of a staff, you know, so-and-so, and I'm not interested in the slightest, in the slightest. Uh, Hal, anything else? Um, I think that's about it, yeah. We'll say good evening to then, sir. Thank you very much. Jack, be with you in a second. 030-123-1215 is the phone number. Uh, you can call us about anything. We're throwing these topics out. But if you've got anything you'd like to get off your minds, then do give us a call. East London's not a bomb site. Is that Tommy? Yes. Hello, Tommy. This is Ian Lee from Absolute Radio. Hi. Oh, hello. Ah, how are you? Ah, how are you, Tommy? Good. We were just wondering if it's still happening or not. <laughs> we, were, we were wondering if it's still happening. Are you still available to come in mm, next Thursday yes. and be our translator? 19th. The 19th? Yes, I am available. We've got a translator, Yay! Eloise! Tommy's back on board! Yay. We were worried. We thought that you had maybe, um, I don't know, died or gone back to Japan no, or, or no. ignoring us. I saw, I saw it ringing, but uh, I wasn't sure which number this is. <laughs> so I said, oh, I don't know this number. No, I, don't, this I know. We've not woken you up, have we? Sorry? Have we woken you up? Sort of. I was trying to go to bed sort now. <laughs> I have early morning tomorrow. Oh, so it doesn't matter. What time are you up in the morning, Tommy? Half past five. Oh, blimey! I'm travelling to outside London tomorrow to visit gardens. Gardens? Where? where which gardens? It's called Broughton Grange. Oh, and well, where's that? I am not sure. OK, well, you're, you're going to probably get very lost. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Tommy, um, uh, what we'll do is one either Eloise or I will give you a call sort of one day next week, Monday or Tuesday, in the daytime, yeah. and we'll sort out um, exactly what we want and we'll sort it all out with you, OK? OK, that's fine. But it's good to know that you're still on board and we look forward to meeting you next yes, week. I'm looking forward to it. Brilliant, Tommy. Thank you very much. Thank you. Sleep well Bye. and enjoy the gardens. Bye-bye. Thank you. There we go. Result. Oh, oh. that's a relief. That I was panicking then. Yeah. Or she'd go, no, I don't want to. I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to. She, she wants to do it. She's in. That's a bonus. Rogers in West Hampshire. Good evening, Roger. Hello. Hello, Roger. How are you? You don't care. Huh? You don't care. Oh, of course I do. You don't. It's all part of the job. No, you don't. You honestly, you don't. You don't care how I am. So don't don't feel obliged to ask. What can we do for you? Um. Just listening to you earlier about having breakfast in West Hampstead. Yes. Uh, in a cafe. I own a cafe in West Hampstead. I'm just driving home oh. at the moment. Which cafe do you own? Which cafe do I own? It's called Brioche. Boom, Roger! I was in there this morning coming up with a brilliant plan with my friend Dougie Anderson. You weren't, were you? Yeah, we were in there. Fantastic. 
Do we get... Well, I'm, do, I'm no, sorry I missed you. Well, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. Because I'm, I'm, maybe I'm sorry, maybe I'm not sorry, if you know what I mean, Roger. I do know what you mean. What? Uh, what? So I, I want a rundown of uh, what you uh, had off the menu. OK, I had um, the uh, veggie um, hash browns, and I had two lattes, and Dougie had yeah. a bacon sandwich, and he had a coffee, and then he had something else. OK. Uh, okay. Have we got marks out of ten, or...? Well... Marks out of ten for this time, or marks out of ten for the time I was in there five years ago? Five years ago? Different menu, then. Uh, you, oh, I know. I, I had an argument with someone five years ago in there, Roger, if you, if you must you know. You couldn't have done. I did, because on the menu there was a special, and this is true, I was telling Dougie this this morning, uh, there was a special of, um, it was like Baps, I think, with Marmite on or something. Right. And I ordered it, and my friend ordered his food. His food came. Mine didn't come. Mine didn't come. He finished his food. Mine didn't come. Then the lady came out and said, oh, we haven't got any um, uh, baps. Muff- we haven't got any muffins. No, muffins, we ha- right? Yeah. No, we haven't got any baps, but we've got muffins. Is that all right? I said, I don't like muffins. She went, oh, but we've... we've I said, no, I'll, I'll have the money back, please. And it got a little bit tense, Roger. And I was worried that they would recognise me today and it would get tense again. But they didn't. So, marks out of ten... Go on. I... I, I, I I would have to give it an eight. That's that's pretty damn good. That's not bad, is it? That's not bad. And the young lady that served us was excellent. Was she? She was excellent, yes. You should I hope get, you give didn't her... tell her that. No, I did tell her, and I said you should listen. Stop working in this dive, and let's go go and get a job somewhere decent, young lady. You've got potential. Oh, blimey! No, it was it was it was very different. Now, listen. Now I've now I've um, uh, bigged you up. What yep. are the chances of me getting a free meal next time I come in? Well, you, you've got to come and see me. Oh, Roger, for goodness sakes, you old flirt, you. OK, I'm, I'm there, man, I'm there. So I come in, I say, Roger said, uh, anything on the menu, absolutely free, and it'll be sorted out. Absolutely, but what about impersonators? Oh, well, that's you're, listen, you've got to deal with that, fella. That's nothing to do with me, that's your problem. You, you carry your driving licence, you can flash that at me or <laughs> flash something? I'll I flash, I flash something at you, yes. All right, OK. <laughs> do I have to blink? You, you can blink, just don't touch it. Oh, all right. Good luck. Uh, uh, yeah, 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 no problem at all. Right, I'm very pleased you came in. Thank you, Roger. I'm very pleased as well, because we had a nice breakfast and we came up with an excellent idea for a show that's going to take us to America. So it was a crazy Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, you don't get any credit for that, Roger. Don't I? No, you get nothing. You get absolutely nothing for that at all. Is there any chance of coming along and sort of sharing in it? No. None whatsoever. You're not very generous, then. I'm just... You, right, six and a half out of ten. Oh, hang on, we're going the wrong way. Yeah, exactly. Who's not generous oh. now, huh? Oh, no, I've blown it. Roger, lovely blown to speak it. to you, and thank you very much uh, for breakfast. Look forward to seeing you again. Cheers, my dears. Ta-ta, there we go. He was a nice lad. Um, um, Tom, Mark, I'll be with you shortly, but Will's been waiting the longest. Yes, Will? Hello. Hello, Will. Um, a question. Um, have you been training? For what? Um... I'm racing you, remember? No, we're not racing each other, Will. Oh, come on, mate. I'm, I'm a 37-year... I'm nearly 40 years old. I don't need to race boys to prove myself anymore. I'm on a different spiritual plane. Will? Will? And he's gone. That was weird, isn't it? Listen, listen, I'm, I'm so spiritually evolved... I don't need to race boys to prove myself. I'd been there, I'd done that, won it. I'm kind of, you know, I'm, I'm on a, a whole different level, man. Oh, double three, oh. One, two, three, twelve, fifteen is the telephone. If you want to give us a call, let's go to 
Tom Martin. Sorry, I'm trying not to belch on the radio. I'm failing miserably. Tom Martin! Is that me you're talking to? Well, is that your name? It's Tom Martin. Tom Martin, not Tom Martin. It's Tom Martin. What can we do for you? <laughs> yeah, I've got a bit of a question for you, actually, because uh, I-, I need your advice. My mate is, is proper full-on vegetarian. OK. What's, and, can I, uh, Tom, can I just stop you for one second? Yeah. Just to make things easier for me and for the listener at home, what is the accent that you're trying to do? Me? No, 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 no. What it is, right, it's a bit of a long story. OK. Right? So, but just to clear things up before we go any further, just tell us, what is the accent you're trying to do? It's a long story. Just tell us the accent I you're trying to do. I know it's a bit muddled. A lot of people say it's okay. a bit so annoying. You're about ten seconds away from getting cut off, so what's the accent you're trying to do? Well, I'm from Essex. OK, and the accent you're trying to do is...? Essex. OK, thanks very much for calling. What a delightful knob he was. Ha <laughs> ha! Oh double three oh one two three twelve fifteen. Marco, be with you after Two Door Cinema Club. Silly name for a band, but the guitar's quite jangling. You know... I quite like that. Listening Lee, Absolute Radio. Eloise is through the glass, doing bits and pieces and ting. Uh, 0330 is the phone number. Here, Mondays to Thursdays, 11 till 1. Oh, look, Gillian's back. We lost Gillian. Yes, Gillian, what happened to you earlier? My phone went wrong. That was about an hour ago. Yeah, my phone's not working very well. Well, what, what do you mean it went wrong? Well, it just went blank. Oh, blimey. Are you sure it wasn't you going blank? No, not me going no, blank. It was, it was definitely the phone. Well, we've got you back, and that's, that's wonderful news. Yeah. What can we do for you? Yeah, well, I don't iron at all. What I do is I just hang them up in the airing cupboard. What? Oh, clothes! Clothes. But that doesn't get all of the creases out. Well, you just sort of, you know, you sort of shake them out and yeah. then hang them up on the airing cupboard. Do people still have airing cupboards? Yeah, I've got... Well, I've got a clothes airer outside. Right. Oh, bloody. I don't know. But I, I, I don't normally iron clothes, Gillian. I only iron a shirt if I need to wear it. I never iron T-shirts, and I'll only iron a pair of jeans if I'm going to be on this morning where you've got to look a little bit smart. Oh, that's nice. That's nice, isn't it? But I don't... I, I don't. I just wash stuff, dry it, then hang it up, and then iron it when I need it. I can't, yeah, I can't do that whole iron session where you, you have, like, two hours of ironing. Yeah, and that's the days are gone of that now. No. People, you know, just hang them up in the, uh, you know, in the airing cupboards. No, cupboard. they don't. People don't have airing cupboards, Gillian. They not No, cupboards. no one has airing cupboards anymore. Oh, dear. It's not 1976. Well, I live in a flat. Well, that would explain it. What? Yeah, it's, it's, it's an old-fashioned sort of flat, but you, I've got a sort of two airing, airing um, clothes dryers outside. Yes. I don't... Uh, yes, I don't know what... Have you got an outside toilet, Gillian? <laughs> no, it's not as bad as that. Okay. <laughs> no. okay. no, it's an inside toilet, but it's an old-fashioned flat. So you got an in, you do an inside job, and yeah. it's an old-fashioned flat with an outside airer. With, you know, you put... There's, well, there's a... Clothes there outside, on the outside well, in the back garden. There's yes, a, a yeah. clothes area where well, you can hang your clothes up. All oh, right, yeah. Well, Gillian, thank you for that. I'm glad you got back to us. Yeah, my, I'm sorry about that. It's my phone. It's, yes. uh, it keeps going wrong. Uh, that's that's what you say. It, 
true. Yeah. Have you paid? Have you paid the bill, Gillian? I paid the bill. Yeah, the okay. bill's paid. Well, okay, as long as you're sure. Ta-ta. Look after yourself. <laughs> I will have a bloody good go at it. Um, oh, double three. I wanted three twelve. Particularly keen to speak to you. I know it's a long shot, um, but if you were at the Monkeys concert tonight in Liverpool, the first night of the tour, man, I'm excited. I am excited. Forty songs. Jeez. If you were there, you'd jump the queue. Get straight to the front of the queue. Jackson Newport. Hello, Jack. Hello, Ian. Jack, Jesus, what the hell are you doing? Are you underwater? Are you in a tsunami? What's going on? Well, you know, basically, we're on, we're on the most away. We're on our way back from nothing, on It sounds like you're a bootleg recording of a concert from 1978. Well, you know, basically, I was calling up. I've had a few points to make. And, uh, basically, I've got an airing covered in my house. OK, well, you, you and Gillian are one of the few people... Yeah, that's not working. Seriously, when I was about 15, 16, I would listen to bootleg uh, recordings of concerts that were worse quality than that and would sit there and, and, you know, pretend I could hear everything. I think, oh, yeah, this is really good. Arthur Lee, live at Leeds University in 1975. Oh, wow, you couldn't, couldn't hear anything. <laughs> Let's just quickly try this one. Yes, line one, you're on the wireless. All right, Ian. Um, it's Matt, our ex daughter. Yeah, basically, just wanted to say happy birthday, Satchel. Happy birthday, mate. Did anyone hear a word of that? Did anyone hear a word of that? Line two, you're on the wireless. Hello. Hello, line two, you're on the radio. What's your name? Uh, Where are you um, calling from? Barry's from Watford. Okay, Barry. Oh, you've called before, haven't you? Yeah, Barry's from Michael. Oh, I remember you. Yep, 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 yep. You've got you really, really ugly wife and a psychopathic drug addicted son. Yes, I remember uh, you. Yes. And- Won you a silver Sony, but don't worry. Yeah, but you also lost us any. We didn't even get nominated this year because because you, you, you're, you're spreading yourself you a little. Well, I no. say it. I mean, you're spreading yourself a little bit thin by doing the Steve Wright show as well, and neither of us are getting your best material. No, he, no, he pays me. He pays yes. Money. Okay. No, he, yes. Okay. No, so, yes, and did now, Steve yes, Wright get now. any Sonys this year? He don't need no, them. He don't he's need off, them. He's been off for quite a while, hasn't he? You're not, and you've well, not been he, on while Chris Tarrant's he, been he, on. So, no, seven yes. million listeners. Yes, exactly. Seven million. Yes, Every yes, other Friday, yes, I feature yes, in his, his show. show. But he's not been there for a while, he has he? He wants to hear what I've got Not really, say. but I'll let you come on and fill up a little bit of the airtime. I've got an airing cupboard. <laughs> <laughs> Is it your... <laughs> hang on, hang on I'll, I'll do it for you. If that doesn't win a gold, Sony, no. I don't know what will. Right, shall I do the punchline for you? And the joke is... It's Mum Margaret's cleavage. No. Uh, her bum crack? Rook. No, that's her, my wife. Her chin? Her, no. Her mouth? No joke, I've got her, an airing cupboard. And it's Mum Margaret's nasal cavity. That's my wife. That is my good lady wife you're talking I know, about. Queensbury rules. You, you're always making jokes about her blowing off and doing a poo in the garden. No, I've met your wife and she's lovely. Yeah. I would never come on air and talk <laughs> about your <laughs> good lady wife. Yes. You did once, you were quite rude about her once, and then you had to send her a tweet apologising <laughs> for being so rude about her. Is and she's still I, offended to this very, very day about I it. Said she was a Point six, that's, that right? that's correct. And then I believe you found up the next day to apologise and put it up to a 7.1 or something. 
Well, yes, rude. That was probably slightly over exaggerated because yes. I felt guilty. She's a seven, let's say. <laughs> and that's but on a good day. If you're listening, Fandango, it's only a joke for comic effect. Only a joke for comic effect. Um, and you'll have I'll... to you'll have to send her another little tweet now to apologise for this. Oh God, it's, it's a minefield with you, isn't it? Here's here's um, here's my plan. Here's my plan. Yes. I'm thinking of unfollowing everybody yeah. on on Twitter. Because I'm not well, interested. I'm not interested in what anything anybody's got to say. Do you know what? I made a terrible error last Sunday. Yeah, go on. I started tweeting during the antiques rose. Oh show. yes, you did. Yes, yes. And I admit I'd had a couple of roses. Yes. I was roseed out of my head. <laughs> <laughs> I, basically, yes. I used. I dropped a couple of F-bombs. You, you right? used indoor language, yes. You were very, very yeah, rude about the it. show. But rude, very it, rude about an old lady on there as well, I seem to remember. I, but it was funny. It was very funny. It, very it was rude. funny. Bit blue. But uh, I, I got the next day and there's some lady, I can't remember her name, but yeah. I'd love to embarrass her, <laughs> and she went mad. <laughs> on Twitter? And, yeah, and she goes, I used to think you were funny. Not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're about to be unfollowed, and she actually went going, going, going. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and it cut to the quick. Yeah, I felt quite yes, hurt. Nice. It's, no, it's not nice, but is it? Anyone who wants mm. to follow any rude, it's, blue, it's mucky. It's yeah, mucky. But blue. Oh, on a, it's a bit blue. Yeah. On a Sunday, Wrong I will cheap. be twittering while the vultures are circling over people's, you know, hand-me-downs. People on. don't, on Twitter, don't like it when you do yes. lots of tweets. And I've had yes. the same thing where people said, I used to think you're funny, not funny now. Uh, some guy just, some cheeky little sausage, just sent me a message yes. during the show saying, all right, Ian, any chance of following me? And I wrote back, and he should be grateful I wrote back. I wrote back saying, no. And so he yes. wrote... Oh, that's a shame. Enjoy watching your career go down the pan. Remember, Ricky Gervais and Ali G used to be your warm-up act. It's, it's vicious, isn't it? Vicious. Should I tell you something else? Go on, Barry. I, when I do Steve Wright in the afternoon oh. with the 7 million listeners... Yeah. And how much do you get paid for that? Well, it's something... It's gone up a bit. I'll be... I'm not, I'm not prepared to divulge on this stage. 60 pounds? Yeah. But it... Uh, <laughs> And they give me a coffee when I go in. Oh, well, that makes it worthwhile, doesn't it? Oh, sort of, yes. It's more than I get from you. It's coffee me mummy. Yeah, well... I actually <laughs> come through on the end. This is physically costing me money, isn't it? Uh, I like the fact that you're spending your £60 salary from uh, Steve Wright to phone up my show, which proves that my show is better because you're keen to spend money yeah. to be on it. I can't remember what yes. I was going to say, but basically, when I go yes. on his show, yes. I get yes. some nasty... The haters come out, <laughs> and people go, you disgust me, yeah. was what I got. <laughs> You disgust me. I hope you choke on a biscuit. <laughs> what, what do you what do I, that disgusts people, apart from being unfunny and rude about people? Well, what, apart from I, that, what do you do that disgusts I them? I am unfunny, but yes. why that would disgust you, no. I don't know. I mean, I it hope you choke... you. I hope you choke on a biscuit, but for different reasons, not because you're unfunny on Steve Wright. I tell you what, it would win a Sony, wouldn't it? I understand there's a man coming up on Panorama who's going to die oh, on that's, air. That, that's, yes, why that's happening. Why don't we repeat that where I suck on a bourbon, get it stuck in my windpipe and die on air? Suck on a Mormon? A bu- <laughs> oh, a bourbon, a biscuit, bourbon biscuit. No, I suppose dying on air is something you've got down to a finite five days a week. Four days a week. 
Thank you. Okay. It would have would have worked if you got the number of days oh, correct. Damn, I got the wrong. You got the wrong. I disgust myself. I hope I choke on a biscuit. Anyway, anyway. listen, 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 listen. I'm glad you're calling because I've got something very, very important to tell you. Yes. Um, uh, uh, what for Palace Theatre? Uh, yes. Ju- June the seventeenth. Looking forward to it. Big show. Yes. Could you please? Um, and I don't want to get legals involved, but I might have to. Could you please stop tweeting and Facebooking, telling people I'm going to be there? Because I, ha- I have mentioned several times, Barry, I'm actually going to be at the Ringo Starr gig at Hampton Court Palace on the 17th of June. So uh, uh, by uh, you by you selling tickets using my name, uh, that's actually uh, a false advertising under Trey's description, uh, and I don't right. want to sue you. So if you could right. stop that now and apologise right. to everyone, that right. would be awesome. Right. Thank you. Right. OK. We had an agreement... You was going to do the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, you was going to come along. I wow. have had uh, leaflets uh, printed okay. up and we've sold yeah. something in the region of 200 tickets. How, how, how many tickets have you sold? 200. How many tickets have you sold? 150. But the point <laughs> is... <laughs> They're coming to see me and I'm not going to be there because Ringo Starr is playing. He's 70 years old. He's playing at uh, Hampton Court Palace no, no, on no, no, June the 17th no, 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 and I'm going to be there. We yellow submarine. No, let's get this quite straight. It's you straight, go, yes. you, got, you gave me a verbal well, agreement no, that you was going to do. I've sold tickets off the back of that. People yes. are coming to see yeah. me with my double entendres, which they'll hear and hope oh, I choke God. on a biscuit. But the are, point is, are you going to go, cheese? I might do if uh, that's what people require. <laughs> do the cheese, Barry. Say cheese in that funny ascending voice of yours. Cheese? Yes. Cheese? Yes. Yeah, that might Jeez. not last the, the full two. Yes, that Jeez. might not. Yes, Jeez. that might not. Yes, that it's might lasted, not. It's lasted the last six years, Barry. Listen, you said you'd do it. You turn up. I'm not going to turn up. I can get a replacement for you. Go on, I then. Can kick, I can get Michael uh, McIntosh, the lot, Jimmy Carr. My sister knows Roger de Courcy. She used to be at the same golf club. Barry, sue me. I ain't coming. You're it. I'm not doing it. Take you my name off of the... I don't have to do it. Go and get Michael McIntosh. Stop using my name to advertise your poxy little show. We have sold 80 tickets and those people are wanting to turn up to see you. It was 150 a minute ago. Oh, dear. Oh, 60 people want Ooh. to see you and me in the... Yeah. You be there, you lanky ponce, or I'll sue you. Up yours. See you in court. Yeah, I will do. Muppet. I'm busy that day. Has he gone? Stupid sod. Glenn, Marco. Oh, and Will's back. Hang on a minute. Will, didn't we speak to you? Will. Oh, for God's sake. Why, why, Why do I even bother? Past 12. What did, on a Thursday, the week is flying by. Uh, if you're bored tomorrow evening and you're in North London, why not come and see my band, Boomhauer X, playing at Nambuka uh, on the Holloway Road? Could be the last time we play for quite a while. It might not be, but it, it's possible. Uh, so come along, we're on at half past nine. I think it's six, seven pounds maybe to get in, I'm not sure, six pounds, seven pounds, any of the money that we make. 
will go towards the Japan Earthquake Fund. So that's, uh, that's it's got to be worth doing it. And we're, we're good. We're quite good. It's all sung in Japanese. It's all like pop and rock songs sung in... Never heard Jet by Wings sung in Japanese. Oh, Detroit Rock City by Kiss, Japanese. Oh, yeah, that's what we're doing. Uh, and we've got a trumpet and a saxophone joining us. And they are brilliant. So uh, come along, say hello, don't touch me. It's only prerequisite. Oh, double three, oh. One, two, three, twelve, fifteen is the telephone number if you want to give us a call this evening, the last half hour of the show, before Mark Crosley, Stills and Nash comes in and does his thing, uh, which is a, a mighty fine listen. Let's go to uh, Marco in Canterbury. Hello, Marco. Hello. Hello, Marco. What can we do for you? I want to talk to you about um, stealing stuff. Go on, then. Go on, then. Uh, basically, when I was about 17, 18, I, was, um, I didn't have a job, and I really wanted a piece of lino. To, uh, dance on. Oh, like doing the old body body popping and what have you? Yeah, b-boy yep. and break dancing. Oh, okay, yeah. And um, I had the money with me, but there was two things I wanted to get, yeah. and one was a lino, one was a TV bracket. Okay. And uh, basically, I thought to myself, I could actually um, steal the lino. Naughty. Um, but it's a very large piece of lino. Yeah. Um, how, how, how big was that? Is, what size are we was, talking Four metres by three metres. All right, that's huge. Yeah, go on. Yeah. Uh, the funny thing is, one of my instas has done it before and stolen one, so that sort of urged me to sort of not buy one. Yes. And the funny thing is that um, I actually had to sort of get a colleague to cut it and measure it out and all sorts of stuff beforehand. Yeah. had to go back there half an hour before, get it all sorted. And it was, it was just this moment of getting to the till and thinking... If I just pass the barrier, then um, I'll do it. I'll do it. Like if I can just reach the leaflets. Yeah, get get to the leaflets, and you've got the line. Get to leaf- yeah, and uh, as soon as I got to the leaflets, like you should have seen the smile on my face. I was like chuffed a bit. Yeah, and then I sort of got out the shop, and then suddenly it hit me like, how the hell am I going to get this home, and the TV bracket thing that I bought, and. Um, that was a long walk home for me. The long walk home in shame. I hope it taught you a lesson, you naughty boy. <laughs> I was very, I was, yeah. It was, um... How much would that... Surely lino's not that expensive, is it? No, it was about... I think it was about 30 quid or something. Oh, fair play. That's OK. Well, but, um, of course you would never do it again, would you, Marco? Naughty? Uh, no, because I don't need to... Pieces of lino, but... No, there, there we go. Does anyone... Thank you for that, Marco. Very naughty. I have to say, because people are idiots. Not Marco, but... Uh, well, it'd be a bit of an idiot. We don't condone this at all. Of course, very naughty. Does anybody have lino in their homes anymore? When I was growing up in the 70s and 80s, lino was de rigueur. The kitchen... Oh, oh lino. But does anyone... Does anyone use lino now? Either it's carpet, which is making a comeback, uh, or it's kind of like that, that wooden flooring. What do they call it? Oh, yeah, wooden flooring. No one uses lino anymore, do they? Very easy to clean, but a strange thing. Uh, Glenn's in Glasgow. Yes, Glenn. They, they call it wood, Ian. What, lino? Well, not lino, the, the wooden thing you were saying. Yes, no, I, 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 managed, I got there eventually. It took me a, a few moments, but I did get there. Uh, I'm, I'm struggling a little bit, Glenn, because I, I need a really big poo, and I'll say that now. I, I've eaten too much food, and it's, it's worked its way through my system. Ah, uh, there is nothing more comforting and relieving... Do you know that um, Andy Partridge writes his best songs whilst having a poo? 
Um, well, um, lots of the great Victorian novelists, I didn't examine Victorian literature today, yep. wrote and contrived their novels whilst on the toilet. There we go, you see. If, if only we did more poo, then the world would be a better place. <laughs> did you see how uh, horrible people were being to Dr. Peter, Peter Thrash yesterday on Twitter? Very naughty. Very, but, but Twitter, as we know, it's is really the home of... of I, I, listen, I get so much abuse on Twitter, I, I'm, I'm not going to jack it in, but I'm, I'm seriously thinking, I'm following 82 people, and I'm kind of thinking... Of stopping following all of those people. The thing is, right, um, yeah. I use Twitter to follow famous people. Yeah. I don't bother tweeting that much myself because no one's interested. Twitter is really for people who have a public profile. And I'm not trying to flatter you here, Ian, but as a DJ on Absolute Radio, you do have a bit of a profile. I have a response. As, as a celebrity, yeah. I have a big responsibility to yeah. the people out there to be seen to be doing the right thing because I'm an inspiration to the youth of today. Yeah. I understand what you're saying, of course. By all you need to, you're you're really fulfilling your Twitter obligation by tweeting. You don't necessarily need to follow anyone. I'm not trying to suck up yep, here. No, no, you're, you're, you're right. I'm, yeah. but, but that's really what Twitter's for for people who are known and who have a public profile. So there's really no obligation for you. To if, if I if I unfollow um, people, I'm worried that they'll get upset with me. And it's like split us all. Is 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 unfollowing someone on Twitter the twenty first century equivalent of splitting up? I don't think so, because where your relationships with the people you're following, apart from friends and immediate family, that intimate in the first place. Well, but 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 I don't think intimacy is is in two thousand and eleven is so important. I think that that, that by the very nature of Facebook uh, and MySpace and Twitter, that relationships are much more transient, but yet we put more weight on them. It's true, but if I were to have been followed by you, which I'm not, yeah. and you unfollowed me, it wouldn't be the end of my world. You sounded a little I'd... bit bitter there, though, when you said that. No, but no, but if I I follow, I do follow you on Twitter, but not because I expect you to follow me, but because I'm interested in reading your tweets. You know, I think most people. That's why people click on follow. I think I don't think you'd upset that many people by unfollowing anyone. It's down to you, but you know. Twitter is for people with a profile. I'm so I'm so tempted. I'm so tempted to to uh... Here, if I was in your position, I probably would as well. I, I don't like to consider myself a selfish person, but I don't usually care that much. Okay, here's I'm gonna unfollow my brother in law. That's a good story. Oh, that's a bit that's a Oof. bit much. I was thinking about Well he hasn't he hasn't tweeted since March the twenty seventh. So maybe he's dead. Hang on a minute, that's possible. <laughs> <laughs> I've not I've not spoken to him for a while. Well, is this uh, your wife's brother, yeah? This is my wife's brother. Hang on a minute, I can't, I can't unfollow him. There we go, right. This is Astro Boy's uncle. Astro Boy's uncle is being unfollowed. He is, he is unfollowed. As we, he's gone. I feel like we're living the drama. I know, this is... Um, okay, he's... Oh, no, he's not gone. For some reason, I can't unfollow him. I don't want to block him, because that would be rude. Blocking's a different thing altogether, you know, as you don't want to... No, Mm, look, this is that some. Really is shocking me though, when someone. If you this is some crazy voodoo. I can't. Um, I don't know. Twitter does this thing sometimes where it it kind of jams on these rubbish computers. Let me log in again, and I'm gonna. We're gonna we're gonna unfollow a few people, Glenn, and you're you're egging me on. It's a shame on you. Very very naughty. Well, I'll, I'll take full responsibility if it turns out to be a horrible horrible idea. Oh look, I can't. Some something is conspiring against us. I can't get into Twitter now. Whoa. Maybe you shouldn't listen to me. This is some freaky voodoo SH1T taking place here. Mm. Creepy stuff. Creepy stuff, Ian. Here. Yes. 
you know how you about I don't know half an hour forty minutes ago you played a uh, Fleetwood Mac song. Big I, love. The two 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 right I did yes. Yes, uh, you do realise you didn't play the best version of it. The acu- the uh, acoustic solo version. Exactly. Oh, it's when, a good version, isn't it? It's amazing. Did you? When was the first time? Did you see it being played, or did you listen to it? Because it sounds like it looked like three or four guitars. And it's, it's just him. Just him. Just, yeah. There we go. Do you know what the hell? I'm going to play it. Stay there. This is Big Love yeah, live. Yeah. It's, this is just Lindsay Buckingham on its own. It's awesome. Come on, Glenn, join in. It's just him doing that on his own. It's amazing. It's chilling. You can't see that he is not the best guitar. Lindsey Buckingham is one of the greatest guitarists in the world and he's, uh, he's grossly overrate, uh, underrated and overlooked partly because nearly all of his solo albums are complete and utter tosh because he's, he's allowed to be too self-indulgent and do stuff that aren't that just aren't songs. If, 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 he yeah. was, if, he had, if he wasn't bonkers and he didn't do a load of drugs in the 70s and he had someone telling him what to do, he would be the biggest rock star in the world, but I'm afraid... Well, you say he did a lot of blokes in the 70s? He, he, yeah, he, was, he did some... Are you implying that Stevie Nicks is a bloke? No blow, for goodness sakes. Drugs, <laughs> you silly sausage. Although Stevie oh, Nicks... Okay. Drugs. Mmm, mmm, mm. drugs. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Glenn, anything else? No, I just want to say thank you for your wonderful radio show. Oh, and get away. So get your tongue out of my backside, for God's sakes. I think I like this song. I'm not sure. Mmm, the chorus. Uh, mm, yes. Well, if I found a way, then I would make you stay. Maybe I'll Okay, last 15 minutes um, of the last show of the week for us. Don't forget we're here Mondays to Thursdays, 11 till 1. Uh, if you missed any of the show this evening, any of the show this week, or any of the other shows, uh, then download the podcasts. Uh, you can get them uh, on iTunes. Type in Ian Lee, I-A-I-N-L-E-E, or from absoluteradio.co.uk forward slash Ian Lee. And we've had some good guests the last couple of weeks. We've had Nick from The Apprentice, uh, Brian Wilson. We had that bonkers woman from Britain's Got Talent. Um, so you might want to go and hear those They're well worth a listen And we've got different kinds of podcasts The full show, which is the whole show without the music and the ants and the travel There's the best bits There's the best of Barry There's shepherd's pie, there's loads of stuff So go and have a look Pass it on And um, keep me in a job Take some calls straight to F the last 10 minutes of the show Before Mark Crosley comes on 0330 123 12 15 Let's go to line 2 2, you're on the wireless Hello there. Hello, you're on the air. Hi, yeah. I just want to know what the track you was playing was uh, about 12.41, the girl singing. What oh. was that? Oh, was that the... Uh, that may have been the Pierces. Pierces. The Pierces, Glorious. Say that again, Glorious. Y- yes. Did you like it? I did. I, I did. can't work out if I like it or if it's rubbish. <laughs> but what was it? Glorious, you say? Yeah, by the Pierces. The Pierces. The Pierces. I got it. Thank you.
right, he liked it. He's going to go. He's on. He's going on to iTunes. Bang! See, if I was a proper disc jockey, stroke music presenter, I would be telling you the names of the songs and who they are by. I do not have that skill. Sorry. Three, you're on the wireless. Hello. Okay, let's go to line one. You're on the wireless. Hi, good evening. Oh, good morning. It's Andre. Uh, good morning, Chia. Good evening. Morning. Let's go to line two. You're on the wireless. Good evening, Ian. Good evening. How are you? Is that, is that any helpful if you're tired? Anything else? Um. Nothing, I'll just want to help you try and waste ten minutes somehow. Thanks very much. Uh, I, 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 listen, I'm an expert at wasting time on the radio. I've wasted seven years on the radio, for goodness sakes. I know exactly how to do it. 0330-123-1215 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. You're right, Louise, you're looking at me expectantly. No, I'm just looking because I've finally finished my podcast. Oh, well, well done you. Uh, line two, you're on the wireless. I'm Captain Mouser. Mousy Wowser. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you very much. Not had that for a while. It's always nice to hear. Line four, you're on the wireless. Hello, Ian. It's David. Hello, David. What can we do for you? I just want to know if you'd seen my email about the future podcast, podcast message. About the what? The future podcast message. Oh, hang on. Message for future podcast self. Ian, I've been lis- I listened to the first half hour of the show. I then email in a question so that my future podcast self would find out the answer. What? Been trying to figure out a way to do that since I heard it from an old podcast. So my question is, is my idea any good? Yes. Fair enough. So hang on a minute. You've got to email in a question... A question that you know the answer to? Well, no, because I'm, I'm asking you a question for you to answer it. OK, go on, then ask me a question. Oh, I can't think of one now. Oh, well, then that's no good, is it? This whole thing relies on you having a question to ask, surely. Yeah, I didn't really think it all the way through. You didn't, did you? No, I feel go, pretty stupid. Go away and come up with a question, you muppet. OK. Thank you. Uh, line two, you're on the wireless. Hello. Jack! How's it going? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I loved you in Ghostbusters too. I can hardly hear a word you're saying, Jack. Line three, you're on the wireless. Hello. Hello, is that Alfred? It's Alfred, yes. Alfred, turn your radio off, fella. Okay. Can you, can you hear me? <laughs> yes, I can. <laughs> I like you. You're hey, good. I, yes. I'm, down, I'm down in Mayfair, and I've just been to a function. All right. Yeah. Go on. And it's it's, uh, it's a very good function. Uh, uh, Sean Connery has been there tonight. Oh yeah. And um, Bruce Forsyth is a, oh, it gets on my bloody nerves. He does. He's he's always on show. Yes. You know a lot a lot of us switch off. Yeah. He never ne- he never turns off, does he? No, he, he never turns off. Anyway, Ian, what yes. I'd like to talk to you about yes. is you spoke about stealing. Whether you've nicked anything? Oh yeah. Well, a couple of years ago, me and my wife went on holiday to Italy. And we, we hired out a tour bus to get on the tour bus. So we jumped on this tour bus and it started going up a steep incline to about 3,000 feet. Oh, blimey. And when I looked, there was only three of us on the bus, the driver, me and my wife. <laughs> yes. 
And there was no other seats. I've looked round and there's nothing. Right. But there's loads of gold in the back of the bloody... <laughs> the, 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 the coach. Yeah, 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 yeah. Loads yeah. of gold in the back. Beautiful, beautiful. So anyway, we started going up this incline and it was beautiful. The driver didn't say nothing. No. And um, all of a sudden... This little bubble car came towards us oh and caused God. us to swerve. Yeah, yeah, it would two, two fat ladies were in it, this, this bubble car. Yeah. And and all of a sudden, we're, we're balancing over the cliff. Oh, oh my with God. With the gold going one way yeah. and us going the other. So d- 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 what did you do? Did you, tr- did you try and save the gold? Well, I said, the wife went to me. I said, no, no, stop, Don't stop. go to the back, no, because it'll, it'll tip stop. it over. So the driver said to me, look... He said, I don't know how you got on this bus. He said, but I've just nicked this gold. If you can get us out of this, he said... I'll have four bars myself. He said, I'll give you and the missus a bar each. That's not bad going, is it? No, that that was... So what I've done, I've looked at the two fat ladies in the bubble car that caused the accident. Yeah. And I've recognised them from England. One yeah. of them was Dawn French. Beautiful. And the other was Vanessa Phelps. OK, lovely. So I said, come up here a minute. Can you help us out? Yeah. And with that, they've got in the front of the coach and it levelled it up. And I And the driver got the gold. I said, we're just going to call the police. And we bugged off. <laughs> oh, we've both, both got a gold bar each. Beautiful. I, I feel a bit guilty, but yeah. I don't really want to give the house back, really. No, no, it would be rude. Well, that, that's great. Thank you very much for letting us know. Thank you very much, Ian, and I... I'll, I'll, I'll give you a call next week, because I'm actually starting a new film next week. Oh, right, yeah. It, it, it's a remake of um, Little Voice. Oh, yeah. And it's about my mother-in-law. It's called Big Mouth. Thank you, and, bro. Uh, we'll, we'll be doing that next week. Thank you, bro. I like him. He's good, and he... That's your lot, kids. That's your lot. It's home time for us. The freaking weekend starts now. Uh, maybe you want to come along tomorrow night to, to Nambuka uh, to see Boomhauer X Pay. You'll be more than welcome to come along. You can speak to me as well. Please don't touch. I don't like none of that stuff, OK? Eloise, thank you very much. Bye. Have a lovely weekend. Uh, Mark Crosley, Stills and Nash is up next. Dear listener, I love you, but I wouldn't want to live with you. <laughs>